Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's it going? Good, man. How about yourself? Good. I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, we're, we're fellow ISI brothers, Iron Sharpens Iron, the other mastermind that we're part of. I'm excited to have you on and talk to you. And I know you're big into personal development too. So that's obviously a perfect fit for this show. So why don't you, uh, why don't you just tell everyone you know, who you are, what you do for a living, and give us a, a win happening in your life right now. Yeah. So uh, I am uh, what I consider to be a performance coach. And I say consider because Obviously, coaching typically happens both in the business and personal side of the world. I do uh, my fair share of business coaching and consulting as well. But primarily, I focus on helping people to perform at a high level. And I'm just extremely passionate about helping people to do that. Um, People traditionally hire a coach because they want to achieve an outcome or overcome a challenge. And I think that that's a great desire. But I believe the best way to do that is by helping people to become better in who they are. And that will just naturally help them produce to produce better outcomes and so help people to perform and i'm just super passionate about that celebrating my 11th year in business and uh, just loving the ability to be able to contribute to other people's lives and impact them in that way when you say high level what do you mean like what does that mean to you high perform at a high level so it's a great question right because i think that that is a moving target for everybody on one hand and at the same time i think there are certain metrics that we see out in the world that uh, that people kind of naturally desire for good or for bad you know maybe it's that seven figure business or seven figure income and so you know there are some like general metrics that people look at what i say to perform at a high level is ultimately to become the very best I can with the gifts and talents that God has given. And that requires a significant level of self-awareness, which is why hiring a coach is so important because somebody like me has the ability to objectively see into other people the things they can't see in themselves, bring those things to the surface, and then develop those the best way that, that I can. Maybe a good way for, for anybody that's a parent out there listening is, you know, for my kids... Uh, I have two daughters, one is now 20 and one is 13. But as they made their way through school, performing at a high level was very different. My older daughter wasn't as good of a a student. She didn't have the math and science skills that my younger daughter has. So if I just said that what is acceptable in our house is straight A's and straight A's only because that's performing at a high level, well, that would have actually set my older daughter up for failure. Whereas for my younger daughter, I actually have to hold her back from trying to strive for A pluses all the time. And so it's really about understanding how that person is built, what their unique gifts and talents are, what their passions and and their purpose in life is, and then helping them to get to an ultimate or high level of performance. And so I help people to identify those things uh, so that they're living the life that they were created for versus living the life that somebody else told them that they should live. There's a lesson there too about knowing like where you want to be, like where, not where you want to be, what goals you want to achieve and where you want to get to and what, what success looks like for you. Because you're right, it's different for everyone. I think that's kind of what makes management so hard because everyone's got, if you're managing 10 people, it's quite possible that you need to manage them 10 different ways because they... They're just different people that respond differently to different ways of communication. A lot of lessons in there. Thanks for sharing. One thing that we often talk about is goals and goal setting. And obviously, you know, you know, as a business leader, 
Goals are really important. They are what helps us to manage expectations and to continue to move the ball forward. But for an individual, the challenge with goals is they're really nothing more than a mile marker. And at best, they're a means to an end. We're not trying to achieve goals. Like our life's purpose is not to achieve goals. Our life's purpose has something to do with an experience of life. And so I'm trying to help people to look beyond the goal. Like, let's use the goal as an indicator, but let's not make goals the end-all, be-all. What does the goal produce? What are you hoping to accomplish or experience as the result of achieving that goal? And so again, I'm helping people to think bigger, to think beyond that, so they can actually get to a place where, as silly and simple as this sounds, how can you actually just be happy with the life that you're living? It's so true. It's a journey too. Cause like, I know if, when I, when I've achieved goals and then, and, and the guys in my mastermind, it's like, okay, it's great. But now what's next, you know? And so if you can't, if you can't appreciate the journey, if you can't appreciate where you're at and what you've got, it's really the goal. Like you said, it's just a mile marker. It's something to aim at. But in the end, when you get there, you're likely going to, all right, what's next. And so you might as well, if that's the case, and that's the case for most people, you might as well learn to enjoy the journey and enjoy what you've got currently, at least in my experience. Well, and how discouraging is that? You know, when like it's with good intention that people say that, but you know, you work so hard, whether it's for 30 days or a year or 10 years to achieve this goal, you've put all of your stock into it. You've invested time, maybe money, all of these things. You achieve the goal, you celebrate it. And then either you yourself or somebody else says to you, now what's next? (laughs) And it's like, well, wait a minute. Everything has been pointed at this one date or this one number. Now I don't even get that much time to enjoy it. And now I have to go out and do it again. I mean, it just becomes this exhausting hamster wheel that never allows us to truly enjoy the life that we've been given. And so back to what you just said, it really is more about enjoying the journey and making sure that every day, every step of the way, I'm living my life to the best of my ability and that I'm doing as good as I possibly can with what I've been given. Yeah, absolutely. And you and you mentioned something uh and, and then, then we're going to pivot to your morning routine. So I want to, I want to find out what that looks like, but you mentioned something that stood out to me is celebrating your wins. And I, I don't know where I heard this. It's likely a podcast or audible. Cause that's like 99% what it goes into my ears. But this guy said that he thinks celebrating your wins is going to be like the next gratitude practice meditation, like the mindset mm. strategies. It's a tried and true. He thinks that celebrating your wins is going to be right up there with those two. So that stood out to me when you said that. That's good. You're a performance coach. So obviously you need to take care of your own performance to show up the best version of yourself for your clients. And I'm assuming that a morning routine feeds into that. Maybe you've got some habits to share with us, but let's start off with uh, your morning routine. What does that look like? Yeah. So that has looked different through different seasons of life, but I will say that This most current season, which has been going on for about the last year and a half to two years, is working extremely well for me. This is not a prescription of what to do. This is a description of what Ryan does. But for me, I wake up typically sometime just before, just after 7 o'clock in the morning. I make my way into the living room. I sit down and I read through either a book of the Bible or some sort of devotion that's tied to scripture. And from that, then I journal either off of what I've heard or read or something that stuck out to me, but included in that always, and this is actually a practice that I've been really working on the last couple of months, 
is I'm always attempting to do two things as I journal. One, for, and this is just because this is what helps me, is I'm trying to write out how I think about how big God is because I have a tendency to control, to try to control everything. And when I remind myself how big God is, it reminds me that I don't have to be in control. Second to that is then I try to do my best to practice gratitude because as much as I want to keep growing my business and growing my life and getting stronger and da 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 da, da I want to make sure that I'm not forgetting about all that God has given me right now. So I'm just writing about how thankful I am for my wife and my kids and maybe a business deal that just, you know, that I just landed or food on the table, whatever that may be. So I journal and then as I'm finished journaling, uh, then I pray. And again, that's just praying for, for, for Thanksgiving. And then maybe probably, you know, I'm praying for the needs of some friends that I have. I have a prayer list of, of friends that I pray for and then uh, anything that my family or I needs. From there, that takes me up to about 7.45 in the morning. And then I head off to the gym. So I am a CrossFit guy. I love it because it pushes me really hard, keeps me competitive, and it keeps a time domain. So I show up for 8 o'clock class, and I'm done by 9 a.m. And then after the gym, I go home, shower, get cleaned up, get something to eat, and I'm in the office and ready to work at 10 o'clock. It's a pretty good routine covering a lot there, journaling and, and reading and exercise. It's, it's funny how exercise, and this is like no big secret here, but I've done a, a 96 of these, I think. I've had a lot more in the queue, but I think every single guest I've had on, and I know it's a personal development podcast, so it's probably slanting that, slanting that way anyway, but like, I think every single guest of mine has some sort of exercise routine, whether that's CrossFit or running or stretching or yoga or something like that. And so it's like it's such a secret weapon for personal development and business. And I know I must say anything that's like groundbreaking, but when you talked about CrossFit, I had a thought in my head of, of course he exercises because he's in the personal development and he's an entrepreneur and all that stuff. And it just, there's such a connection between the two. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's so important again, like some of this is just all of everything I'm going to say is just such common knowledge, but you know, when our body is healthy physically, it's traditionally more healthy mentally and emotionally. When I'm mentally and emotionally more healthy, then I can have better relationships. I can perform better in my business. I can accomplish day-to-day tasks better. So it's not just because I get the blood flowing, which is also really, really good, but it's because I am maintaining a level of physical health that is contributing to positive mental and emotional health. And those things, as, as, as you look out into the world and you look at people that, that perform at a high level, traditionally, they're reasonably healthy. And I believe that, it's, that, that that's what's contributing to it, is, is they have a healthy body that can then that can then process and proceed, you know, in, in the other aspects of life in a much better way. It's such a mood lifter too. I mean, I'll, I'll speak from personal experience literally today. I wasn't in the greatest mood today. It was kind of like, eh. And uh, I went to my Krav Maga class, which is like self-defense uh, type training. And I sweat profusely during the class and uh, <laughs> it really pushes me. And I came back and now I'm like in a better mood, you know, uh, literally in a better, yeah. better mood just from an hour sweating and moving and challenging myself. It's such a mood lifter. So true. Got a few minutes left. I want to talk to you about habits because I just, I'm assuming you've got some that are, maybe there's some habits that you share with your clients. I know it depends on the situation, of course, but are there any tried and true habits besides exercise that you can, you can share that you, that you follow or that you know that some of your clients follow that 
are real game changers for them? Yes. So I start out by saying, quit doing things that other people tell you you should do. Not to say that there's not really good ones, but I, I'm, I'm so tired of everybody saying like, you need to get up at 5am in order to be successful, or you need to read 40 books a year in order to be successful. Like that may be the case, but what I have found to be most successful for myself, and again, don't listen to me and say, and then, you know, that I'm telling you like do these instead, but what I have found to be most successful and what I have been able to lead a significant number of primarily men, but, but people through is something a little bit different. And what that is, is I help people articulate the roles that they've been called to. So husband, father, friend, maybe a business leader, a community influencer, whatever that may be. Then I say, okay, in that role as a husband, what, what, are, what, are, the, what are the things, what, what are the actions, the duties, the words of somebody that you would say is a high-performing husband, somebody that would be a successful husband? And it's like, oh, well, I compliment my wife you know, every single day. I date my wife at least once a week. I'm investing into our relationship by taking, you know, setting time aside to whatever. And so I started to build habits around the characteristics of a high performer in each of the roles that God has called me to. And so some of those things are general, like exercise or reasonably healthy eating and limiting alcohol consumption and junk food. But but other things are unique to us as individuals. And so it's very helpful for people to articulate those roles and then define a high performer, that what you believe a high performer to be in each of those roles. You can look to other people for guidance and influence, but ultimately we need to stop living other people's lives. In this season of life that we're all in, which everybody's talking about performing at a high level and being uber successful and being habit-driven, we end up falling into the trap of living other people's lives instead of living the life that God has called us to individually. So I just think that it's important that we focus on what we're called to and how we can best perform, I will say. And perform doesn't mean nailing it every day, but just perform to the best of our ability in each of those roles. I think that's really important, just understanding what role you want to play and then tailoring the habits and the goals to to that. I think that's... uh... I think that's really important. And it really starts with knowing what you want. Like I, I can't tell you many times I've journaled on that, like just try to get my head clear because sometimes it's hard to really know what you want in the area of your life unless you like are really intentional about it and sit down with no electronics, no distractions and just pen to paper and just figuring it out. At least that's how my brain operates. Of course, everyone's different, but yeah, <laughs> knowing what you want. Let's see, one last question for you, okay? I want to go to business for a second. Then we're going to wrap up with you sharing your website or whatever else, whatever else you want to share. So my last question for you is around business. I just, just give us, um, like you said, you've been in business for 11 years. Most businesses don't make it that long. So what have you found to be most successful in growing it? Whether that's digital marketing or marketing or some sort of referral system and obviously doing good work. What's worked for you? Yeah. So I'll say three things. First off is building great relationships. Make sure that you are deeply invested into the people around you that you believe are going to be good for your life and your business. So that, that, that's extremely important. I believe that's foundational. Number two is be passionate about what you do. If you don't love what you're doing, some facet of what you're doing or the industry that you're serving, the outcome that you're producing, then eventually you will be miserable and you will fail. That's just hands down. 
And then finally, even though this is, this is actually my first one, but finally is there's a quote by C.S. Lewis. And he said, it's not your business to succeed, but to do what is right. When you have done so, the rest lies with God. And so as best as I can, because I own my own business, I've been able to control the fact that I try to do right by every single person that I come into contact with, my clients, prospects, partners, whomever. And I believe that that, along with then again, the relationships, the fact that I love what I do, has led to a good level of success. I'm still far off from where I want to be, but I'm really proud of what I've accomplished. And I think it's be, it's been because I've really allowed God to lead the way. And I've tried to just follow by doing the best I can for every single person that's put in front of me. I want to pull out one thing you said, then you can share your contact information. But you hear that advice a lot about being passionate about what you do. But what you said was be passionate about what you do or passionate about the results that you achieve for your customers or clients. And that second part I hadn't heard before. And that kind of that resonated with me because, you know, let's say you're in a service business, you might not be passionate about the industry, but it really gets you going about the results you get for your customers or clients. And maybe that's where the passion lies and that's what keeps you going and keeps you growing. So I wanted to pull that out because that stood out to me. Yeah. I mean, just, I know we're really tight on time, but I, I do want to articulate this point really, really quickly because I think it's important. So I end up interacting with a lot of people that come to me and say, like, I'm frustrated in the job that I have. I want to go start my own business. Or I'm frustrated in the role that I'm in. I want to, I want to work for somebody else. And so then I ask them, like, well, what do you want to accomplish by, by changing, right? By doing something new. And they're like, well, you know, I, I, I really want to impact people. I love people and I want to impact them. And so I reflect back to them. So wait a minute. You're telling me that you can't impact people in the, in the place that you're in? Well, I can, but... This goes back to what you said earlier, like, because we haven't really sat down and understood who we are and what we're ultimately after, we end up chasing a whole bunch of stuff that sounds good in the moment, but really isn't going to serve the deeper part of what we're after. So just slow down when you start to think about the fact that you may not be happy with where you're at, because what you may end up be seeing is, is that you just haven't connected what you truly love to what you do. And more often than not, you can do that more easily than you think. Very good. Everyone remind that a minute and listen to that again. Think about what Ryan just said. That's very, very true. Great way to end the uh, conversation, Ryan. Let's, uh, Let's give out your contact information. If someone wants to reach out to you, where should we send them? The best place to do is to my website. website. Uh, that is uh, ryanjamesmiller.com. You can learn more about the work I do. You can find me on social. You can find my Foundations to Freedom Men's Academy that, uh, that we're building a community around. So my podcast, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff there, but that's a great central place to go. Perfect. Thanks, Ryan. Great job. And, and thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.